My dad died. I miss my friends because of- I don't know how to tell my friends that. I want to help my friends. I don't know how. The pandemic has left me feeling very lonely. How can I best support students in my classroom? My uncle abused me. The morning meeting is meant to be a place to let you know that you are not alone. We can get through this together. So join us. Listen, learn, share your stories. This is the morning meeting. Hi, my name is Mandy Zucker, and I'm the host of The Morning Meeting. Today's guest is Sanat Mohapatra. He's a recent Dartmouth grad and the founder and CEO of Unmasked. It's a supportive, anonymous community for college students focusing on mental health. Looking forward to our conversation today. So Sanat Mohapatra, I am so glad to have you on the podcast today. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Mandy. I'm excited to be here. So why don't we just start? Tell us a little bit about you and your organization, Unmasked. I am a recent graduate from Dartmouth College. I studied English with a focus in creative writing, and I graduated last year, but I started the Unmasked project in my freshman year of college. In the spring of my freshman year, I noticed that a lot of students would use anonymous platforms to post about mental health issues. And after supporting students on anonymous platforms like Yik Yak, I kind of decided to build a mental health support platform for college students where students on a given campus can support each other. Yeah, that app is called Unmasked and it's kind of grown to a pretty big user base today with about 10,000 users across 46 universities. So that's that's what I'm doing. So you went from creative writing to a mental health digital platform. Your interest in mental health, why did you decide to focus on that? So I, I've definitely struggled with mental illness my whole life, the whole you know range of depression, anxiety, and I've seen lots of friends struggle as well. And I think Often I would use writing as an outlet to kind of explore emotions, thoughts, stories, and ideas. And I think I'd love to get back into writing and theater and acting in the long term. But I don't know, I was very kind of passionate about improving mental health on college campus. I saw just a clear need for improved campus mental health services. And so I thought that working on a platform like Unmasked would be really cool and important nowadays, and hopefully I'll get back to writing in the long term. Unmasked is sort of a writing platform. People do get to write on it. Why don't you tell us a little bit, like, what exactly is Unmasked? How does it work? So it's an anonymous community message board, pretty similar to a lot of social media platforms, but obviously a big difference is that it's anonymous. It's a message board in the sense that you can post, comment, direct message, other students at your school. We do have a big kind of mental health focus on the platform so you can post with trigger warnings to warn other users if you're talking about like explicit or sensitive content. We have mental health resources on the platform and a big idea is that it's kind of a local intimate community message board where you're only talking to other students at your school. And how do people find it? Like I've actually googled it and I can't find the platform. You can find it on like the Apple App Store if you look up Unmasked Project. Okay. And then on Android if you look up Unmasked and to find our website, it's Unmasked. 
unmaskedproject.com. I can't just go on to a, an unmasked platform because I'm not a student at one of the schools that use this program. So I think that that's like a really good thing to know that people can't, if you post anonymous, anonymously, I can't just go onto the platform and read other people's anonymous posts. Right now, the platform is exclusively for college students. So you'll need email address for a participating university. We use that kind of email verification system to make sure that only students at, say, Dartmouth College are on the platform. We would love to kind of expand beyond colleges to you know, offices and just people in general. But mm -hmm. I think right now the need is very clear in colleges and universities. What did you see the need as? What are the things that you noticed that college students are struggling with? I'd say that there's just so much stimulation on college campuses with, you know, social media and just being surrounded by thousands of other students. And it's, it's weird to feel lonely, even though there's so many people to talk to, because I think there's a pressure to kind of be happy and to have everything together, even though college life can be chaotic, you know, leaving home and kind of preparing for the so-called real world, I think can be very stressful for many college students. So, you know, it's hard to know what you're supposed to do when things aren't going well. I think it's difficult to ask for help and admit that, you know, you're struggling and just to be vulnerable with other students. So I think a platform like Unmasked, the values that it's, you know, it's free, it's 24 seven, it's anonymous. So the barrier to entry is very low. You know, you kind of just download the app, you can post, you can support other students at your school. You can kind of just read through the platform and see what other people are talking about. And I think that can be really helpful to not feel like you're alone in your struggles. You know, it feels like everyone's like partying and having fun, but you know, a lot of people are also struggling because life is hard. College is especially difficult. So I think it's just nice to have a community for students. You said you're at 46 universities across the country. That's amazing. And yet it's a teeny tiny little percentage of universities across the country. So how do you know if your college has an unmasked app? And if they don't, how do they create one? Sure. That's a great question, Mandy. So right now, when you download the application, you'll see the 46 universities that we have on the platform through our scroll wheel. If your platform isn't listed, there's some text at the bottom that says, don't see your school. And you can kind of just send us an email and we'll kind of work with you to bring Unmasked to your school. And yeah, we, we're hoping to expand this winter to a lot of new universities. So just, yeah, just reach out and we'd love to get your university on board. You need a student, obviously, like an ambassador at that school to sort of bring it to the school. Is there something like that? That's like, if, if I'm a student at a school that I download the app and I see that it's not at my school and then I reach out to you, do I have to like be prepared to do a significant amount of work? Do I have to recruit people to get them on the app? How does that work to, to sort of form the community and get the word out to each individual campus? So far, we've kind of just been having student ambassadors promote the platform at their college. So you kind of just maybe need to recruit a couple of friends that are interested in mental health at your school to promote the service at your university. Um, we've been planning on partnering with college administration specifically so some of the work could be maybe making an could be maybe making 
an introduction to your college administration, and then we would work directly with them. The majority of our 46 universities right now are just kind of like a student-led expansion effort where the students on campus moderate the platform as well as promote it to the rest of their school. So you don't need like an administrative permission for you to create it for this particular college. You just need someone on that campus to say to you, I want this. Exactly. And that that's kind of how we expanded originally. We've somewhat pivoted towards administrative partnerships, but we like the idea of being able to provide the service just, you know, very quickly for students. Um, a lot of our expansion happened during the pandemic where the need for virtual mental health services was somewhat extreme. So, you know, it's like hard to work with college administration sometimes just because they have somewhat of like a bureaucratic process to navigate to you know really formalize any kind of partnership and our priority was kind of getting the application out to as many students that were struggling as possible and so the easiest way to do that was just to expand through students rather than through administrations. Do you have any concerns about students who are posting something that may be scary or might need more professional help than like peers on the app? Is there anybody that's sort of moderating the app for trigger words or particular content that you might want to reach out to them for more additional support. So we have this big team of kind of about 500 student volunteers. They all work to moderate the platform and make sure that if anything is posted with those trigger words, anything scary, often it's taken off the platform and we work directly with the student one-on-one to connect them to mental health resources at their school or nationally. We also have a senior moderation team that's available all week. And that senior moderation team also works for Crisis Text Line. So they all have crisis intervention experience. Yeah, I think the combination of trained volunteers that are on the watch for scary content and then senior moderators that provide oversight is generally sufficient to deal with kind of scary or malicious content on the platform. Does that happen often? I'd say we do receive a good amount of posts related to social, like to self-harm or suicide. You know, the platform is very much about accessible, honest expression. So I think often students disclose like very sensitive material to us, which I think is great. But I, I would say that our volunteers are really good about, you know, responding to that appropriately. We all All of the volunteers on shift receive safety alerts, like so push notifications that let them know that a post was made with like a serious trigger warning. um, And that notifies them to check in on the user pretty immediately. So I think we do a good job of responding in like a timely and kind of appropriate manner. And how, how do you train like your student volunteers? I know I came in once and did some training for your volunteers. Um, But what other kinds of training do the volunteers at Unmasked get? We've kind of, looking at Crisis Text Lines materials, we kind of put together a basic like peer support training. And from our experience moderating the platform, we've put together kind of moderation scenario training. We also used Relias Academy's mental health first aid training. But I think the overall goal is to work with a clinical director And that's someone that we're hoping to hire in the long term. And that clinical director would put together unmasked specific training just because 
you know, it's not just standard mental health peer support. Like if you and I were talking about your emotional issues, it's kind of different because we're working to support students in like a text-based anonymous message board where it's not really a clinical conversation, but there are still, you know, really important ideas to think about in terms of crafting, you know, the right empathetic response. So I'd say we have put together training, but we'd love to work with a clinician to put together something a little bit more professional. And then you said you also work with volunteers from the crisis text line. So they've exactly. also been trained. Exactly. And they all work as crisis text line volunteers, as well as unmasked volunteers. So it's really nice to have their expertise, you know, informing our practices. There is this app, but then there's also like an unmasked club on campus. Exactly. Like the, you know, I would never say that I'm very big fan of like technology and apps. I think a lot of the important parts of mental health work is the human to human connection. But I think apps have become a necessity because people feel way more comfortable, you know, expressing themselves virtually as opposed to in person nowadays. So I think they're important, but we always really like the idea of an in-person version of Unmasked, like a club where students can kind of come together and have these difficult conversations about mental health and essentially building a mental health community on college campuses. So that's kind of the role of the club as a complement to the application. You have to have a club on campus in order to have the app? Not necessarily. I think it's just, it's been like a nice way for students to organize on campus and recruit other students to join their club as kind of a registered student organization, similar to like Active Minds or other mental health organizations. And also it's another way for students to be leaders on campus and to get some additional training. You can bring in training on mental health issues and uh, learn how to be a, you know, a peer support to other people on campus that may or may not use the app. Exactly. What are some of the like mental health resources that people have found to be particularly helpful or, you know, I'm just thinking about kids on college campuses, like how are they getting the support that they need? Hopefully the app is one of the ways, but are there other things that they're talking about that, you know, might be helpful to other students listening? Yeah, I'd say that often like counseling departments aren't always the best at really marketing their services. So I think there are a lot of misconceptions surrounding how mental health resources work on college campuses. So a consistent discussion on a lot of unmasked message boards is, are the counseling services free or, you know, like, what will they ask me? Like, I'm nervous about going. Does anyone have any recommendations on who I should talk to? Or they referred me to group therapy and I I feel like I'd like someone long-term and one-on-one or I was referred off campus. Like, I don't know how to use insurance. I mean, it's hard, right? So I, I think lots of these conversations about how the mental health resource system works, mm-hmm. I think are really cool to see on Unmasked because often there are a lot of students on the platform that have navigated mental health resource system themselves and are able to kind of provide advice and guidance to the students that are just entering the system. So that's kind of one example how mental health resources are at play. So like we have pretty updated descriptions of all of the resources on a given campus and it's local, it's school specific, it's national, 
and there's a pretty wide range of resources. So I know that's been helpful for students from the testimonials we've seen so far. And I love the resources that are available on the app for students on your campus because you know, there's tons of things that people don't even know about, you know, it's not just the counseling center. Sometimes the, you know, there's, like you said, like other clubs that you might be able to join, there could be support groups that are available that some students don't know about. I remember, I met with someone once who was looking for a grief support group on their college campus. And she went to the counseling center, uh, asked them about a group, and they said, we don't have that. We don't have enough students for a grief support group. She had graduated from college, was talking to someone about the fact that she had been looking for one when she was in college. And this girl said, well, I went to that college and I was in that group. And the counseling center just didn't even know that it existed. Sometimes there are resources available on your campus that you just don't even know about. So how do you take care of yourself? Forget about, I mean, the app is one thing, but you're not a student anymore. So what are some of the things that you do to take good care of your own mental health? I'd say I'm very lucky to have friends that like to, you know, get outdoors, to be adventurous. Um, I'm a pretty avid rock climber, hiker, all of that. So I I try to get a lot of space from technology and from work on the weekends. Um, climbing outdoors is a, you know, a big thing that I look forward to. I don't know. I also like to just, you know, do normal stuff, read, go for walks, play basketball. I think anything that keeps me away from technology and my computer is good, just so I, I feel like I'm really getting a break from everything. I did just graduate from college, so it's been nice to kind of check in with friends that are also graduated from college, but are kind of struggling to figure things out in the real world, have jobs that you know they're not too sure about. So I think just having my own kind of community people to check in with has made managing my mental health a lot easier. I wonder what it's like for you you know, you're not, I'm going to say you're in the field of mental health, but you're not a mental health professional. So to be part of this community and to hear the stories that you get to hear and, you know, read, it's hard not to absorb some of that. What has that been like for you? Or do you feel sometimes just like bombarded by that, overwhelmed by all of the, you know, the stories and the pain that other people are going through? How, what's that been like? It's a really good question. I I honestly think that I feel way better reading a lot of like the stories of pain and struggle on the app because I think it's really refreshing to see people being honest about how hard things are and then receiving a lot of support from other students. I often get like a strong mental break when I kind of read through the app itself. I, I think I'm I'm pretty used to like the heavy content, so I don't think it affects me too much. I think I'm, I'm way more, you know, like scared of like how businesses work and how life works and college administration, like the, the bigger questions about like running an organization like Unmasked, I think are more unnerving than a lot of the mental health posts on the application. Um, I think it's different for me because I know we can like support these users and it makes me happy to see people reaching out for support. I, I, I see like the posts about pain as kind of a good thing because I know that that pain can go away if we just do a good job of making sure this user feels heard and that they know that there's a big community of people that care about them. As a professional in the field, 
um, people ask me that question all the time. How do you deal with like listening to, you know, clients and, you know, when you're on college campuses, what's that like? You know, there's an occasional story that sticks with you or that, you know, a person that you worry about. But most of the time, it's very inspiring to feel like, first of all, we're not alone because, you know, we too struggle. So it's nice to hear other stories and know that, you know, there's other people just like me um, struggling with the same issues that I'm struggling with. And also the, the really inspiring piece that we can all be the support to someone else. You don't have to be in this field. You can be, you know, a really good friend. And there are certainly resources out there to learn how to do that, um, to be a really good peer support. So I totally understand that, but, but it's important to check in on the people that are doing all of the supporting. So definitely, no, I appreciate you asking just (laughs) because often like the, the business world, I think can feel a little bit kind of cold and removed, but it's nice to know that like the mental health world, I think is a lot more kind of empathetic and kind and caring. So that's, that's been very refreshing. Anything else that you wanted people to know about you or Unmasked before we end today? Overall, like we're very young as an organization goes, I know I'm very young as a person. (laughs) So if people have any thoughts or questions or comments um, about Unmasked and they are interested in learning more, they should definitely reach out to me because I'd love to talk to them about you know, what they think of this platform, I think there are a lot of ways it can evolve and become this really cool, big thing. And I know that it'll kind of take a community to figure out what's next for the platform. So I just want to hear from more people. So Mm -hmm. So how do they reach out to you? Yeah, so my email is just sanat, S-A-N-A-T, at unmaskedproject.com. Or you can just reach out through the general help email on the website and that that works as well. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for sharing. I have to say, I think it's an amazing platform. Um, like I said, I've done some training with you guys. So I've met a few ambassadors on different college campuses and they're clearly committed um, and dedicated to this mission. Um, and that's so important. And I wish you guys all the best. Thank you, Mandy. We really appreciate your support. Absolutely. Thank you to Sanat for being on the show today. Next week on the show is Jenny Lisk. She is the host of the Widowed Parent podcast and the best-selling author of Future Widow, Losing My Husband, Saving My Family, and Finding My Voice. Her work has been featured in the Washington Post and Parent Map. She's really passionate about raising money for brain cancer research and is trying to raise $44,000 in honor of her husband's 44 years. She's really passionate about helping widowed parents increase their family's well-being. So I'm excited to speak with her next week. So join us then for that. That's all for today. Good morning to all of you.